The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Everson has his game day attire right, on here on a Thursday it's edition of um, Mix Shots. That's I'm a right. Coach McCarthy look, man. It's got, yeah. got sleeves sell, on today, right, too. Right, looks like he's, on, looks like he wants to sell Ready some merchandise I here. I feel like I'm a DC, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We are inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco, and the Cowboys have just come off the practice field. They're Biggest work day of this week in anticipation of a trip to Kansas City to take on those resurgent Chiefs at 325 on Sunday afternoon. And Mickey can't wait to tell us what he saw on the practice field this afternoon. And I can tell you I'm very glad to be inside the SWBC <laughs> podcast studio because That's why I got on so our please. little – our little half Sweet. hour out there uh, watching practice uh, was pretty chilling. In the shade? Were you in the shade? No, we were in the sun. Oh, good. Smart and it man. Didn't make Smart any, man. It didn't make any difference because that wind was blowing pretty hard. So uh, they've got uh, they got a little taste of maybe what Kansas City is going to uh, be because it was in the low 50s out there. When oh, they it's were 61 practicing. now. Well, it wasn't 61 that wind when chill. we You're out. saying the wind chill was yes. way down there. Absolutely. It's it Kansas was, City weather. There was no 61 when we were out there, I guarantee you. You needed a jacket and you needed a hat on too, by the way. So, But they did decide to go outside. Yes. We were speculating yesterday that perhaps they would take it indoors, but that's the experience that Mike McCarthy has having been a, on the coaching staff with the Chiefs back in the 90s. He's going to be out in the elements. You know, I didn't realize he was there six years. Mm-hmm. He started as a quality control coach and then he became an offensive assistant. Uh, so, yeah, he spent six years there. So when he tells you Arrowhead is noisy, it's noisy, right? He so I'm going I'm I'm to talk like you guys. What was the oratory? Is that auditory <laughs> uh, element that they faced out there today? Like sound, you know, noise, crowd noise. You know, did at they one do point the, they, played some, they, do? they played some music, but I still didn't – and nope. you know what? When they play music out there and it's real loud, yeah. you hear it twice because it bounces off the building and it comes back at you, right? But that could be effective. I don't, Still be effective I don't know that I heard. Now, usually when they're playing crowd noise, we can hear it through the windows. Right. But I didn't really hear much. Maybe it was and we just didn't. Maybe this is not the, the day. Or they, the they wind. Have special day. The wind was blowing it away. The wind's blowing it away. Like the they're wind. not blowing it. <laughs> they're not that's blowing hurricane us. wind. <laughs> <laughs> And, and if they're going to play it, today's the day to play it it's because today, they're the not day. out there tomorrow, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I and mean, I think the, there, I think there was, I, I think there, and then they'll be and on Saturday. And Saturday when they go inside, Saturday's key. Yeah, then Saturday they'll go inside, uh-huh. and and that's when they'll really turn it up. So, uh, but yeah, Mike said, you know, when they play in Minnesota, the decibels are one twenty, mm-hmm. and he hears that when you go at the Arrowhead, it's one forty mm-hmm. decibel level. So noisy. Mm-hmm. Hey, the uh, AT&T Stadium, I don't know what we hit, but we're pretty good. Yeah. You know, when the boys get going and the crowd gets behind them, 
We can be pretty loud. Have we ever measured it at all? I don't know that they have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. It's worth a measure. We need some decibel. Yeah, yeah, come on. I liked uh, Zeke was trying to – they kept asking Zeke. I think he got tired of the question about the noise. <laughs> and, 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 and they said, well, what's it like? And, and he goes, well, let me tell you what it's like. He goes, when you when you got to bend down – and and you can't hear the quarterback giving you the call. That that's a problem because mm-hmm. I got to know what I got to do, right? It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, getting irritated by the questions about that and about how important this game is. I was asking Bill about uh, the show, the, the Mike McCarthy show, and he. Well, the he coach was, is not going to tell you much. He ain't telling He's you much. Not going to tell you much about. Uh, you just don't know how to pull it out of him. Yeah. You know, you got to you got to ask piercing questions. But you got to realize <laughs> it's whose a show it yes. is. It's coach's show, and uh, it's whether or not he wants to reveal things. You got to gotta step enemy. over the line, Bill. Yeah. You got to step. Just 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 put but, the toe in there, man. Just uh-huh. put the toe over the line. See what happens. They'll forgive yeah. you once. I don't know about twice. <laughs> Take it from me. I've stepped over the line a few Ask times. how many times you stepped over the line with Bill Parcells. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, so. Well, I, don't wanna, I don't want to wind up in New York myself. Your... <laughs> oh, that's a shot. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, but I can't. Or, or Cleveland. Yeah. I can tell you, I can tell you from the practice that Tyron Smith was out there. Okay. He was in pads. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be listed as limited from what we could tell of how much he was participating in the uh, positional drills and the uh, individual drills. Um, yesterday, he didn't do any team. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but I'm sure they're going to list him as limited. Um, and I would imagine if he's limited, probably means he didn't take all the snaps. Now, I don't know. Uh, and I imagine they got to have Terrence Steele ready to go, right? Can't just assume. Right. Um, so uh, who's, the, who's, the, who's the right defensive end for the Chiefs? Yeah, well, who, what are they going? What are we looking at? As See, they as? Mi- I think they move. They move Chris Jones inside. Uh huh. Defensive oh, that's tackle. Right, Chris Jones. Uh, so that's. Uh, I don't know how good that is, unless he's over Zach Martin. If he's over Zach Martin, I'm not. No, they'll move him. They ain't gonna leave on him on the other Zach. side. <laughs> Why waste the time? Right? And, and by the way, judging from some of their um, like three man drills and whatever. Uh, it looks like they might have some competition going on at that left guard spot. Oh, okay. By the way, so uh, they, they mean the Chiefs? No, no, no. <laughs> shut up, Bill. <laughs> now, what's Mickey? He, he wants you to expound. He wants you to expound on that answer. What is what's Mickey <laughs> trying to reveal here? I'm just saying. I think there's what you saying? Competition there with. Uh, Oh. Uh, Who? Connor McGovern. Spit it out. Spit it out. And Connor, <laughs> Connor Williams. So we'll keep an eye so on So the that. two Connors, the battle of the Connors. So which so is their competition at the fullback position then? <laughs> the, uh, in the, well, maybe they – In the jumbo package. Maybe they bring up Nick Ralston. You never know. <laughs> well, he's not as big as those other guys. Well, I would imagine. Uh, they've got Chris Jones listed as their starting left defensive end. But uh, from what I've read, that they've kind of moved him inside. He's a, he's a beast in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the right defensive end's Frank Clark. Um, Former Seattle Seahawk right. from Michigan. And they list – this is funny because he's, play- he's been playing – That's an old school name, That's an old school Every time I hear 82. that name, I'm thinking 82. What, 72? 
He's been. I'm, I'm he, thinking Frank Clark wasn't it like the a Cowboys. Yes, Frank Clark. He's yeah, a that receiver. was like 70s, wasn't it? No, no I'm talking his number, his jersey number, oh, not his, like, not what, the year. Like, no, what? no, <laughs> jersey number. <laughs> All right, We're Chris, we need to start yeah. the show <laughs> again. I think. Uh, Great player, Frank. Yes, and then their yes, other yes. pass rusher <laughs> is Melvin Ingram, and they got listed as third team. Uh, that ain't right. He's mm-hmm. been playing a lot more. Uh-huh. Uh, just, is he impactful? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. He's playing well. He. Uh, let's look up. But uh, he's, he's going to look up how here. impactful he's been here. Well, in the meantime. <laughs> well, that's the stuff doesn't just pop right hey, out. Hey, man, man, Bill's know? really good at that stuff. You, you take too long, man. You know, I can ask you Bill something. He's, vamp. Yeah, he's. I can vamp inhale, exhale, and it's done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, vamp while you're looking. Oh, he only has a tackle in each of the last two games. Ah, so we caught you on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 20, Maybe he's being double teamed. He had 21 snaps last game. And and one tackle. Yeah, yes. Okay, all right. Hmm. But the guy you got to look out for is Nick Bolton. No, I'm looking at it. What's up with Nick? He leads the team. He's in a tackles. rookie out of uh, Missouri, Missouri and Frisco oh, Lone no Star High so School. Frisco Lone okay. Star. No, you were not worried about Frisco. That was a Mizzou thing. Now man. he only had 19 snaps last week against really? the Raiders. Well, now what? is he three down linebacker? What? You no, give me I, the scouting report. Well, Maybe because the Raiders were so far behind, they were in all I four wide, and they took the middle linebacker off the probably field. Probably he leads the team with seventy-five tackles, ten tackles for losses. That ten tackles for loss is pretty impressive. Yeah, there, yes, in, in ten games. Yeah. So that means he's got twice as many tackles for losses so as now, anybody else. Are we on the sure team. that that means that ten games, ten tackles for loss? So. I mean, are we reading pro football reference? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, he could have played a game that he didn't get a tackle for a loss. It's just not no, those listed. Are his, those are his, his numbers. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. All right. Just checking. Modern day. They I go got to check you guys. As much as I, right. I, I trust you guys, I still have to check you. <laughs> for whenever trust but verify. Whenever the stat is one per game, <laughs> right. you got to make sure. I got to make sure. Yeah. If we're doing the game by game on it, and it wasn't targets either, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's the other part. That's so exactly here's right. why he has so many tackles for losses. Okay, they're blitzing him against Washington. He had four. Hmm? The next week against the Giants. Wait, let me make sure. Oh, he, he had four <laughs> tackles. No, no, tackles for losses <laughs> against one team. Yes. Against Washington. Against Washington, the next wow. week against Tennessee, he had five. Are that's what their that's what their that stat right. sheet Man, shows. We gotta have right Chris nine stats right there. before you come in here putting this stuff on the air. Okay. Oh wait, wait. See there, there we there go. We My no, goodness. He had See, four, so, four, four against, against the Giants. No, he had four against Tennessee. Tennessee <laughs> for five yards. Okay. All right. Want me to read them? Yeah, please, Bill. One against Cleveland. One against Baltimore. Two against Buffalo, one against Washington, four against Tennessee, and one against Las Vegas. Still very so, impressive. So what's your point? So it's ten. Still it's, very impressive. Ten, ten, which is what Still we established impressive. off the top. Right. Especially exactly. the four against the Titans. What was going yeah, on? Yeah, what's up with Derrick Henry? You know, Derrick Henry that game. <laughs> was he playing that game? He was playing that game. I looked it up because I was taken aback by the four None tackles for loss. He only had 86 yards on 29 carries, I believe. I'm confirming that. That must have been one of those uh, pre-injury. You know, yep. 86 he was, he was yards hobbling. on 29 carries. So that is less than 
check out this math, less than three yards a carry. There you go. That's easy. And Chris Less Jones, 20, man, I want the two 20, point. What it's, is it? It's two point nine. <laughs> there you go. Nine. Now come yeah, on, man. Right. So what's twenty nine <laughs> times three? Twenty nine times three. That would be uh, seventy. Eighty. Is eighty? Eighty seven. Seventy or eighty seven. And he had eighty six yards. Chris so that's, Jones. That's how has, I figured out it's less than three yards a carry. Chris Jones has three sacks. Okay. But those three three tackles for losses, I'm sorry, that is extremely impressive. That 10? He must have known something, and I'd like to know who the heck he was going up against on those plays. But yeah, he had four in that game against mm-hmm. Tennessee. That's crazy. He's fine, fine rookie. He's not mm-hmm. going to win Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, but he's a fine player. That Maybe Nick for Bolton. the AFC. Okay. So he's, he's very improved. Who, who would you say is the most <laughs> – Improved. He checked his watch. Yeah, well, hey man, got you go you, make you sure. Know. Yeah, Chris will cut me off. Now we have time to get this. <laughs> Chris, this Chris deep will cut question me off and answered. Chris will sit back there. Oh, they're going into another subject. Uh, <laughs> most improved so far on the team this year. On defense. Most Im- yeah, let's go defense and offense. Let's go defense and most offense. Improved most improved from last year from or most improved from last impro- year. Okay. From last year. All right. From last year, I got – I mean, you got one of them that's obvious. Well, really two obvious ones to me. But the third is a little bit, well, you know. Well, digs for sure. Of course. From like 80% to 20%, you know, as far as the percentage, as far as the quarterbacks um, versus him. That's a huge drop, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he's giving up big plays still, you know, a few. Micah Parsons. Oh, he wasn't on he the wasn't team last year. year. <laughs> Most improved. He was improved because he didn't play last year. <laughs> He played no football last year. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, because well, we he didn't play at Penn State either. Once you sign with the Cowboys, be most improved from last year. For those that signed with the Cowboys. Gotcha, didn't I? <laughs> um, it narrows the field down because there were so few who were on the Cowboys last year. And and so many of them were hurt. Like, Come on, man. Yeah, well, some were hurt. Yeah, look, that's true. Anthony Brown missed half the season. Right now, that's a good one. I didn't think of Anthony Brown. That's he's a good improved. One. That's a good one. That is Randy's very Gregory. good. Uh, of, and of course, Gregory Randy, that's an obvious to me. More, by the way, he was, was he the other obvious one you had? He no, was he was out out the other courts. option was Gregory. Yes, okay. yeah, and he's yeah. been on the. Did courts. not think Anthony Brown would should also be obvious. So he has to miss one more game. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Oh, well, I we thought we were talking in. defense. True. We need to restart this show. No, I was ready to get there. I was ready to get there. It's not like I was. We've set a high to, a high level. Okay, so this is pretty much part for the course for us. No, let's just be no, real. No, no, no. Let's just be real. Uh, Leighton Vanderish <laughs> did what? Very good. But he was good last. But he was hurt twice. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and we off. have been sleeping on him. We have not talked about him and I his know. stats. We haven't talked about his snaps, about how important he's been to not just first down, but third down success. Uh, no, the interesting thing about him, I, and I don't have his snaps from last year, mm-hmm. but his snaps are down this year. And I think it's been by design, not only with scheme, but also preserving him. Right. Yeah, uh, he's fourth on the team with 47 tackles. That's not bad. Anthony For Brown with second snaps. with 49, mm-hmm. so he's one of the tackle leaders because the next person is 31. You don't Trayvon want your you don't want your cornerback to be. Wait, you got two cornerbacks that are what 
fifth and sixth in tackling on the team? No, Jaron Curse, not a corner, but the safety kind of slash linebacker. I thought you said that. Has 55. If Curse were here last and, year, he'd be the most improved. And Anthony Brown has 49 That's tackles. Fair, mm-hmm. So that's you, a lot two, of tackles for two, a cornerback. Two of the of the top five are cornerbacks. That's a lot of that's that a means there are a lot of completed passes and a lot of deep running plays and into the secondary. Too. Yeah, you don't want to have to put your head in there like that all the time. See, the scary thing about the defense, you got to go down to number nine to find a defensive lineman with twenty tackles. Hmm. Chauncey is it, Golston. Is it scary, or does that mean they've been rotating that guys? By, well, and, that could be by well, design. Well, that could be because they're rotating them, but no one has really you know, stood out. Look, number 11 yeah. with 19 tackles is still Jalen Smith. <laughs> that is funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we, we, what are you saying? You want Jalen back? No, no. <laughs> I, I could I could say that uh, this this defense is definitely designed for the linebackers in the secondary to make some of the plays, you know, to make most of the plays. It seems like the defensive ends, the defensive linemen are made for 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 uh, harassment, uh, clearing the way uh, for those linebackers, almost like the flex. Terrell Basham has 19 tackles, and Oso Digizua has 18. All right, how about this? If we're going to look at, uh, I should have made sure I had the numbers in front of me before want, I brought it you up. You want snaps? Is what you? No, I've for. got. I'm looking at snaps, uh, and I need to go career snaps. The snaps for uh, Vanderesh, as opposed to his past seasons. All right, this year, the last game because of the way the game played out, mm-hmm. uh, he only had 20 snaps in the game against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The previous week, he had 51 against Denver, only mm-hmm. 33 defensive snaps against Minnesota, 28 against uh, New England, and 31 against the Giants. That is markedly down from what he has been in past so years. So what you're saying, uh, tackles per snaps, he's pretty high. That's what I'm saying. Yep, yep that's true. That's exactly what because I'm saying. Because if we're looking at uh, curse – um, he's played many more snaps. He's played 91. Is it 91? It's hard to read all the way across. Mm-hmm. I think 91% of the snaps. I'll give you an idea. Last year, uh, Vander Esch had, I'm just going through his game log last year, he had uh, one, two, three, four games with 60 or more snaps last year. Last year. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because they didn't. They didn't play it the same way. No, it's totally different. And I, and I do think that there's probably part of the mindset in putting him in. And as they put this team together with the acquisition of Keanu Neal and, and what Dan Quinn wants to do, part of it is preserving him as well. Uh, so that and there can, was no Micah Parsons last year. Right. Let's face it. Right. But Jalen was playing those snaps last year. Jalen was Jalen was not coming off the field last year. Yeah, for some whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. So, all right, we continue with more. In, Misguided, not too. Not going to say much on that. <laughs> we, we gonna, uh, I guess we need to look at the offense, the most improved on offense, yes. when yeah, we come, we'll come back, back here on Mix Shots. You know mine already. 
Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Back, 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 back. To mixed shots. Hey, Everson, did you know Rowdy's <laughs> holiday deliveries are now available? <laughs> Spread joy this holiday season with surprises and exclusive gifts mm. from your favorite mascot. Book your holiday delivery today at DallasCowboys.com slash Rowdy. That is not how you talk to me in real life. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It's his broadcast voice. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, right. a, that's an ugly broadcast voice. Hey. Hey. I'm natural Mickey. over here. Yeah. Anybody return to practice? Today? <laughs> they did. Uh, Greg Zerline is off of reserve COVID. Saw him kicking field goals. They had a field goal session today. Mm-hmm. And running backs coach Skip Pete is Skip back Pete. at practice. The and brother he, of Rodney Pete, brother, and he was out for that, a guys. week and missed the game with COVID. Hmm. Skip Pete, who is, in, of course, in his second tour of duty with the Cowboys as a running backs coach, also was first under Wade Phillips and then Jason Garrett from 07 Whoa, to 2012, <laughs> and uh, then hired last year on Mike McCarthy's staff. And uh, it's interesting because and he had been with the Rams, by the way. He, okay. Yes, he had been with the Rams the last four seasons in Chicago. Prior to that, the interesting uh, one of the interesting things that, that it's timely his uh, him coming back this week because he's going back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He went to the University of Kansas to school, and his dad was a longtime scout, Willie Pete, for the Chiefs. I knew there was something wrong with him. 
<laughs> the, the Jayhawk went party. to Kansas. <laughs> he was an all Big Eight wide receiver for the Kansas Jayhawks. Coach Skip Pete. Pete. Yes, Coach Pete was. And of course, everyone knows also that Skip's brother Rodney uh, was uh, Cowboys. Long does quarterback. it have the years he was time. at Kansas? Uh, 1985. All he was all all Big Eight uh, Big wide eight. receiver in 1985. Wide receiver. That's crazy. With the Jayhawks. I did not know that. Yep. It, okay. Here we go. Here we go. The connection between Skip Pete and Mike McCarthy. What do you think it goes to? Maybe when Mike was in Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. You're nope. going prior to that. I just noticed it just on his bio right here. It just occurred to me. Uh, first job Skip Pete had was as a graduate assistant at the University of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. 1988-89, and he was a wide receivers coach at Pitt in 90 before he became the running backs coach there, 91-92. And that was, would have been the time frame that Mike McCarthy right. was at Pitt before he went to the Kansas City So you're City in Chiefs. Kansas, and you're an all-Big 8 wide receiver. Wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And you don't get a shot in the league? You're at Kansas. But he's all Big 8. But he's at Kansas. But to be all Big 8 at Kansas. At that time, that Big 8, come on. That's a good good segue into Dorrance Armstrong. And there you go. All (laughs) Big 12 Mm -hmm. at Kansas. And look what he's doing now. What shots do you think he had at Kansas? Or points per game, I should say. How many catches? No, no, points per game. Oh, oh, you're talking about basketball. I'm sorry. Football, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're talking football. <laughs> but this this show is when Chris when Chris Oh, okay. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Kansas is a basketball school. So sorry. So sorry, Chris. So sorry. I was like, man, we we got I'm done. I'm going to walk off the set. Title title for this sorry, show is That's gonna how be bad we are. We disjointed Thursday. We thought we had in, uh, 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 influenced you some infected you. We thought we infected you with our incompetence. I think Bill got it for a second, but ever since like out there. I'm I got sorry, it, bro. I got it. I'm sorry, I got bro. it, but I was gonna let, leave you I'm hanging sorry, there. Appreciate that, Bill. I really I'm appreciate sorry, that. Bro. Don't you got something to do, Chris? <laughs> yeah, run the show. I'm on the show. <laughs> All right, back on track. You get better talent. That's what he needs. Find three other people and know what the heck they're so doing. So <laughs> the Cowboys had one, two, three, four, five, six, Clinical seven guys on the injury report yesterday. Okay. Tyron Smith was limited. And everybody else was full. Hmm. And Mike McCarthy was asked, so did full mean full because you had a short practice and you didn't have pads on? And Mike McCarthy said full means full. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you again. Full. What did D-Law look like? He's still rehabbing and looks great. Looks great. And Randy Gregory was at least stepping on the cords mm-hmm. today. So that might be a step in the right direction. Do you, do you want to step on the cords or do you stepping with the cords? <laughs> you said step on. Stepping on the cords. Yeah, he had the cords on and he was stepping along with them. No, that's not how it goes. What do you mean? You're not talking about the cords that you high step through. The resistant cords. Yeah, the resistance cords, not okay. But you don't step on. No. Stepping cords. along with the cords. That is not what you say. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I I think I'm just going to walk out. (laughs) Uh, uh, I didn't know we were in English class. Hey, man, we're supposed to be going to our offensive uh, most improved player. That's yeah, yeah, okay. Somebody got to keep this let me show give going. You, let me give you the Chiefs injury report. You're talking right. about full practices? 
everybody on their list had a full practice yesterday except Lucas Niang, the tackle out of TCU, who did not practice due to his rib injury, and Legereus Sneed, a safety, was limited with a knee injury. Is he a starter? No. Okay. But right now you're looking at the Chiefs are trying to – you know, we're playing them just as they're, you know, hitting their stride. Three in a row. So this is going to be a real good test for both of us, not just the Cowboys. But the Chiefs are going to see – we're going to see what they're all about. Actually, Legereus Sneed does play quite a bit on defense. Okay. But they stepped up defensively because mm-hmm. they only gave up 17 to the Giants, 7 to the Packers, and 14 to the Raiders. Yes, you look at them, their first five games – the Chiefs uh, average giving up over 32 points a game, and their last five games they've averaged giving up around 15 points per game. So what's up with the 27 to the Titans and the only one that they lost in those five games? The last five Don't they games. have the Badger on their team? Yes. Honey Badger, that's right. Tyron Matthew. Who do you think he's going to match up with? How do you think well, he's, he's going a, to be? He's a safety. I know, but one of those he yeah. is one of those guys. He's kind of like Parsons. You can line him up mm-hmm. almost anywhere in the That's secondary. Right. And as much as I saw Antonio Brown, you know, toast him in the Super Bowl, this guy is a very impactful player, whether he's blitzing or whether he is getting in the passing lanes. And that kind of makes me nervous because – when we're the, the Cowboys would do one thing. We kind of start off, you know, like chugga-chugga-chug sometimes. You know, we come out with the same old thing. We're going to throw this, this slant route. We're going to, you know, take the slot man, throw him to the out. You know, we're going to run him run the corner, the outside corner back off. And every once in a while, you'll catch someone cheating the defense. And they start to play the play and not play their defensive call. We saw that a couple of times in the game. It could have happened to us in, in the Falcons game. So I think we need to be careful starting off. I think Matthews is one of those guys. He's going to try his best to play the play because as much as we are very creative offensively, you know, we're kind of uh, basic when it comes to our short passing game. So you answered your own question. Mm-hmm. You said who does he match up mm-hmm. against. He doesn't match up. He freelances. And, and you're right, and that's what makes him dangerous because you is. never know where he's going to be mm-hmm. or what he's going to do. What he's keying on. Sort of like, um, oh, I forgot his name, uh, safety from the pit, uh, Steelers. That, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Palomalo. Or Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Well, but he, mm-hmm. he's out on COVID, so. Right. But he's still a, <laughs> he still a, he still does what he does. Bill, when Bill, when Parcells was asked about Palomalo, he, he said, "Yeah, no one no one knows what he does because he doesn't know what he's going to do, and that's what makes him dangerous because yes. you can't plan for yes. that." And that's what he is extremely unpredictable. Uh, he's he's blockable. You can beat him. That is not the point. The point is the pl- it's not the plays that he doesn't make. It's the ones that he makes can really kill you offensively. And but and by the way, the honey badger, that part of him is dead. He's Tyron Matthew now. Yeah, yeah, but he still plays. I, I think his attitude is still but he the still same. Plays yeah, like he the still plays. Yeah, he still plays like that. I don't know why he's dissing that. Uh, he's he's that. He still is. He the needed honey to get rid of that part of his life. Well, and yeah, I think that, he got uh, himself straightened out. Yeah, yeah, he's still honey badger to me, which is a compliment as far as I'm concerned. Third round pick out of LSU, 
Somebody, that low? Somebody he was took third round because of the honey badger. The quote unquote baggage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, who was yeah. Uh, yeah. the Cowboy? Uh, he played fullback for the Cowboys for one year. He, he was in Houston. The Cowboys traded for him uh, in like 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I can't believe I can't think of his name. Anyway. Alonzo what, Highsmith? Yes, thank you. Anyway, he's a scout now. Yeah. And he, that was pretty good. Me was, that was really good. That was good. Uh, and I see him all the time because he, he's, he's always still around. Isn't yeah, he? he comes to the Cowboy games because he's advanced plays, scouting. Yeah. And anyway, so his when Honey Badger came to uh, the Senior Bowl that year, and he hadn't played. Remember, he got kicked off LSU. And uh, we had gotten there, and we went to this place where a lot of the coaches and scouts hang out to watch the Sunday afternoon game. And Honey Badger comes walking in, and he's got on a big old floppy hat. He's got baggy pants with this big old sweatshirt and sunglasses on, right? And I'm looking, (laughs) and I'm going, you walked into this place with all these scouts and looking like that? And so next thing we knew, he went in the back, and then Alonzo came walking back. He, He recognized me, and he sat down with us. I said, so did you get to talk to the Honey Badger? He said, I told that young man that the honey badger is dead, Mm -hmm. that you need to come in here like this is a job interview for you. And there's a bunch of scouts in here. There's some personnel from the front offices in here from teams. You cannot come in here dressed like that. He said, I dressed them down. There you go. Yeah. And it was probably the best advice the kid got. Yeah. You know, um, I remember uh, Matthew at the Combine that year. His workout at the Combine, I went, whoa, look at this. I mean, his, uh, it was the, the workout, uh, the, the DB's workout, and just his ball skills and everything. I went, wow. He's kind of explosive, too. Yeah, yeah. but you, but you could just see short, the natural. Yeah. Just, uh, it was little wonder that he had so many uh, takeaways, whether it's on fumble recoveries or interceptions or whatever in college, when you just saw that one little five-minute workout at the yeah, Combine. Yeah. And, and there he was a, easily should have been a top-ten pick. And by the way, I, I just saw a headline in the Kansas City paper saying uh, Chiefs want to re-sign Matthew. So he must be – this is his last year of his contract, and he'll be a free agent next year. He's getting up in age now, isn't he? He, yep, he getting would be. close to thirty. Uh, what year did he come into the league? Uh, well, I don't have it written down here. Um, you know, and the other thing on him, you know, how he got to Arizona. Why, why Arizona even at, took the quote-unquote risk right, yeah. of taking him in the third round is because of his relationship with Patrick Peterson, and Patrick Peterson's dad had a big impact on taking him under his wing wow. and getting him straightened out before coming into the NFL. That's very cool. He's well, uh, 29, so at, he'll be 30. And by the way, he went to a very good place because of who his coach was at Arizona, which would have been Todd Bowles. Todd, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Todd, Todd knows how to take care of defensive mm-hmm. backs. Yep. He knows what's going on. That's right. God, that was nine years ago when we saw him at the senior. Time game. flies when you're yeah, having so fun. Yeah, so did that segment. We didn't yeah, this, talk about most improved uh, offensive We're going to talk most improved Jeez. offensive player in the next segment when Mix Shots continues in a moment. I wonder if Chris Beam is still around. Nah, he left. <laughs>
He's done with us. <laughs> Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Mick Shots. Cowboys Nation, it's holiday season. Spend your holiday with the star and grab gifts like new player jerseys, tees, and hats, plus exclusive collections with the great deals. The Pro Shop has more Cowboys gear than anyone in the game. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or online at shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience. That's the tough part, shop.dallas.com. That's too many dots. (laughs) All right, uh, most improved Cowboys offensive player from last year to this year. Who you got? Oh, you know mine. Go ahead, Spax. Who you got? I've been giving it some thought. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... That's tough on offense. Well, I know what you guys. I know what everybody's answer is going to be, but they forget he caught sixty-three passes last year. Was Dalton Schultz? Mm -hmm. That's not my answer. Okay, good. So mine is Tyler (laughs) Biotish. Oh, I like that. How about Terrence Steele? Mm -mm. Well, yeah, that one. That's that's going from nowhere to. You know know what people are shouting right now? (laughs) A running back. Pollard. Zeke. 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 Oh. People are shouting that. Well, let them shout. Because the fumbles and things of that nature, just all the mishaps that he had last year. He was horrible last year with the fumbles. Well, his just... offensive line was horrible, too. Yeah, but he was horrible. You can still hold him to the ball and because your offensive line sucks. No, I think he was trying to do too much. <laughs> he was. That yeah. is no doubt. He was trying to do too because much. Because well, he knew he they weren't, that he they weren't getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. So he was running harder, taking more blows. 
You know, well, people, yeah, he people, called, come, people coming off of blocks faster. And from the side. Yeah. Well, like, he did call last year an S show. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it was. You I like mean, my pick uh, now? Yeah, no, it's not my pick. It's, it's, it's what like, people are shouting. It's like <laughs> he, he's a voice when you people. say when you say most improved, <laughs> that means somebody wasn't very good, and now all of a sudden they're good. No, right? he's no. been good. He not had a down season. I see. I no, pick Schultz. Still... I pick Schultz. So you know, he was good last year. That was a coming out. He year thinks him he's last taking year. it to another level. I this do year. think that. Yes, I think he is now. Biotis was good in college, but he wasn't in college last year. So no, you think Biotis has played? Better yes, this year? I think from a center standpoint, the snaps have been, I think, better. Um, I'm still fussing about my pick to click. Y'all didn't give me no love when I picked him. You laughed at his performance. When did you pick him? Like five weeks ago or yeah, something? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Five weeks ago. I still want my props, man. Y'all, y'all didn't even pay attention to it. So we're, we don't come into an agreement here? Who is it? Most well, C.D. Lamb improved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough, though. Well, He was, he was pretty good, good last, last year. year. Yeah, but I think he's better this year. It's kind of hard to improve after that catch he made against Minnesota, right? That's right. Yeah. Yep. He kind of came out and showed what he was he's... worth last year. I, 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 could, I could, You could argue the point, and I, I could give you love, but it's a tough one. <laughs> you want to Cooper Rush? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to run that around See, in my head a little bit. And, and here's the deal: this offense, Mike McCarthy, this offense is doing this offense is doing what the they're supposed to all, do. All, all. Yeah, he didn't have anything to do with the defense, right? The offense is doing what it should it should do, yeah. right? They were good. That's they would have been good last year. Offensively. Yeah, they yeah. were good last year for five games. Yeah. They were averaging 30 points a game. Problem was the defense was giving up 36. All right, so having said that, the first five Mr. Games. Consistency, who's who's the most consistent then? That's a good question. Most consistent this Most year? consistent player, offense, defense, special teams. Yeah, Zach, Zach Martin. It's not bad. And then mm-hmm. and then Amari Cooper. Yeah, there you go. Mr. Steady, not spectacular. Last, but, no, but last Steady. year, what, 80-plus catches? 90. He had a career high. From how many different quarterbacks? Four. Four different. That is amazing. That really, that's why I've always said, love CD. I, mean, I love all the guys on the offense, especially. But Cooper, to me, the most – I guess it's because he's so understated. Yeah, and, 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 and people you know, talk radio. It's like, well, they can get out of his contract next year. It's like, why would you get out of the best receiver's contract? He turned this organization around. When he came yes. to the Cowboys, what was that 2017? 18. 18? 18 everything right? changed. Everything changed. That was the year they were going to have receiver by committee. And we ended up, when he got here, everything just just flipped. And all of a sudden, Dak Prescott is the quarterback and he is today. they were a playoff team. That's right. He went, Dak knew where to go. I mean, every time you looked up, he was just he was feeding on Cooper. So, yeah, most consistent, I would definitely put him there. And right now, Mr. Cooper has 44 catches for 583 yards, 13.3 a catch, mm-hmm. and five touchdowns. So I bet if you factor that out over the rest of the season, knowing that they're going to play 17 games, that's getting close to 90 catches, 1,000 mm-hmm. yards, mm-hmm. and 10 touchdowns. 
I was going to call you out on the four quarterbacks who completed passes to Cooper last year because I was thinking Ben DiNucci may not have done that, but I checked it and he, he did catch oh, I didn't one say, pass. I didn't say he, he completed it to him. I just said he had to play he had with four different quarterbacks. That's right. He did catch one ball from DiNucci for five yards. So if Dak had played the whole season, he'd have had over 100 catches. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. If Dak would have played all of last year, it would have been a lot of stuff going on. I mean, everyone would have would have had better. And now that we're past the halfway point of this season, it's, you can't really do the, you know, the. It's not clean math because of the seventeen game season. Uh, but CD's got forty six catches, and Amari's got forty three right now. So they're right on pace to get up near That's ninety, crazy. right around. And to have 90. such talent, my stats both of say them. he has forty four. Okay. To have such talent on the offense. And for these guys to still get their numbers up, it just talks about consistency on this team, especially from the quarterback position. And, of course, you got to give Kellen more love as well because he's the one calling those plays and, and give them a chance to, to get their numbers up. I'll throw another offensive player in there. How about Cedric Wilson? I love him. You know that's yeah. my dude. That's my dude. And, and maybe made the, the biggest stride because he's healthy and he's playing, right? Mm-hmm. Last year he got the opportunity a special too. teams guy. He, yeah. he got the opportunity because Gallup was hurt. So Let's and be real that that long pass in Minnesota that uh, kind of turned kind of kept us in the game. Okay, so, so let me give you what has been the biggest improvement. Okay, so these stats are against last year and this year on defense points allowed. Last year at this point in the season, they had given up 290 points. 290 points. In nine games. In nine games. This year? It's 33 points a game. <laughs> Thank you. In this year, <laughs> 195. That's a it's difference. Like 32. That's a difference of how many? <laughs> Mr. What was the number again? They've improved 95 points. What, how many points point. this, this 290 year? 290 to 195. 195 divided by right. nine. That's two. Net yards per game. Get your math ready. No, no, he's a law dude. He's 381.6 <laughs> last year at this point, 354 this year. It's an improvement of 27.6 yards a game. But here may be one of the biggest ones. Rushing yards per game. Last year at this point, 157 a game. This year, 101.2. Huge. Rushing touchdowns allowed, 11 last year, mm-hmm. 7 this year. And how about. At, at this point, at this point, through, we're through nine point. games. Right. Okay. And how about this one? Interceptions. This year, 14. Last year at this time, 2. 3. 3. That's a proven of 11. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. You see that he is proud of it. Now, let's be real. Uh, I'd love to see. How the second half compares because that's when our defense got better, started to play better. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mike Nolan. <laughs> yeah, it took that long to figure it out, <laughs> that's right? Because right. <laughs> they quit playing a three-man front and a four-man front. They mm-hmm. quit playing the nickel every, every single down. down, no matter what the game. And they didn't was. have a big nickel either, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay, so as we wrap this up, who needs to be the most improved player in the second half of this season? Or you can just say who will be. the. 
who will be the Offensively most improved? Offensively or defensively? Uh, either one. Mm-hmm. Either way. Who will be the most improved player from the first half to the second half? And I'm not sure when he'll get out there, but it's starting to show up. Dorrance Armstrong. I like that. Just because they're without Gregory now and without Dorrance, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Mm-hmm. So he needs to really step it up. Michael Gallup. Yep. That's who I was Michael thinking Gallup. of was Gallup. See, I'm not worried about the offense. I think um, as we get into the tougher games, into those stretches. Like Sunday? Yeah, yeah, and beyond. Like this stretch coming up, Thanksgiving and all of that. Guys are going to they're gonna get tired. It's just the way it is. And we're going to need others to step up. You can't continue doing that stretch. You can't – to if you have a, a player that improves doing that stretch from before that – you might look at him being a little bit overwhelmed as you go into the most, after those, the after most improved player in the second half of the season is going to be Demarcus Lawrence. Well, that's a oh, there's a stretch. <laughs> well, let's put it like this: he it needs to be. He's the one that needs to his be importance to the team. There you go. Yeah, the, yeah. needs to be. Well, the, not improved. He just needs to be well, a valuable he's starting from, asset. He, he's starting go. from scratch. Like yeah, because he played that game. That's the that's the addition that the Cowboys can bank on. If he can if he can be healthy, it's going to be huge for this team the rest of the way. Well, they needed whenever he does get out there. They needed him and, and Gregory for this game on Sunday. And uh, need tiring as well down the stretch. That would help. Yeah. All right. That does it for this edition of (laughs) Mick Shots. This is our Denver game. This is our Denver show. We'll see if Mick invites us back for another edition on a fabulous football Friday fight song Friday tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?